Hi friends, welcome to the Equip Podcast by Rise Ministries. I'm Kim Heineke and joining me today is Mel Hyatt. Hi Mel. Hello Kim. So we are going to be talking today about a subject that if you have been a believer or if you've been in church at any any time in your life, you've heard a lot about. We're going to talk about prayer. Now, I know immediately some of you start thinking, oh, I'm intimidated by prayer. I don't know how to pray. I'm not a very good prayer. Or you think, I hope nobody ever calls on me to pray out loud at church, right? So if that is you initially hearing that we're going to talk about prayer, if that kind of gives you, if that like makes you break out in a sweat, we just want you to relax a little bit and we want you to join us for some candid conversation about that. Um, We love it whenever you send us feedback and let us know how these conversations impact you. So if you get a minute, send us a note at info at ariseministries.net. We also invite you to share this podcast on your social media platforms because this this is a topic that I feel like in this day and age, we all just need to have some real honest conversation about it. So Mel, I'm going to ask you to kind of get us started as we talk about prayer today and we'll just... We'll just go before the Lord and and let him teach us. I know one of our goals today is to just have a conversation about prayer and not make it so formal, which it doesn't always have to feel. Uh, I know for me, whenever prayer is formal, it, um, I don't know, I just feel like it's a very complicated thing in my mind. Yeah. Um, and I've always felt like I needed to pray a certain way for it to work. And right. the Lord for it to take. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Was that the right recipe, Lord? Um, so I really had to spend some time um, figuring out what it looks like for me and um, how I really feel connected with the Lord. So I just wanted to have a conversation about that today. Um, and I know that you are so great at praying. So everyone's going to learn so much from you. <laughs> um, I've had some incredible moments of answered prayers and some not so incredible moments as well, Uh, just some fail moments. But do you have a story that you think of when we first start talking about prayer? Well, there is one story that I'm thinking about. And because we're all moms, I'm going to tell this story because it's a it's also it's a reminder to myself, but it's also a way that that shows you moms that your kids are watching like they're paying attention. So even if your prayer isn't fluffy or formal Our children are still watching, and we want them to hear the heart of our prayer. So I remember many years ago, we were, I was selling a house. It's when I was a single mother. I was selling a house and put the house up for sale, and my boys were very young, maybe five and seven. I mean, I don't know how young they were. They were young. And every day, we would sit in the living room, and I would say, Father, bring us a buyer to this house. We believe that you can provide for us. Would you please just bring a buyer to us? And in seven days, we got a buyer for the house. And I sat with the kids, and, I, and we said, Father, thank you that you brought us a buyer. You provided for us. You're faithful through the whole thing. A couple of years later, we were trying to get a renter for a rent house. And I was really stressing out. I was like, oh, we've got to have a renter. Like, if we don't have a renter, we've got to pay extra mortgage, all those things. And one of my sons said, Mom, we just pray for a, a renter like we prayed for a buyer, and that's how we do it. And I thought, oh, I mean, like out of the mouths of our children, the Lord reminded me, that's how you do it. You just come before me and you just talk to me and you just talk to me and I, I answer you and how quickly we forget. Mm-hmm. So that, that's always a story about prayer in my mind that I was so bold to model that for them and I believed it. But then the next time I was quick to forget and our children catch it and they say, hey, just, just pray for a renter. Like, what's your deal? You know? 
And you prayed. And we prayed and, and we got, got a renter. renter. We got a renter like the very next day. You're like, Lord, this was my kid's idea, so I really <laughs> right. need you to answer this one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know you're out there, but this is my kid's Christmas if we don't get a renter. <laughs> Amen. You that is such a great story. Mine is kind of the opposite. Um <laughs> I love to tell this story. I told this story um, at my church on Mother's Day because I just want to remind moms that (laughs) if God doesn't answer your prayer, you're still a great mom and he's still a great God, right? (laughs) Um, So my son, who is very inquisitive and ornery and drives me crazy because he's a lot like me, decided in pre-K to put a blue pebble in his Mm. ear. Oh, And I'm a really great mom, Kim. I believe in you. So when he told me, uh, for whatever reason, we just laughed about it and drove home. I didn't investigate. (laughs) I didn't check his ears. I still to this day don't know why. He told you he put the pebble in there. I said, how was your day? He said, mom, I had so much fun today. We played this beanbag toss. Um, I threw mine so high that this little pebble fell out and I stuck it in my ear. Um, I did ask, why did you do that? And he said, well, blue. You were totally negligent. No, no, no. He said, well, blue's my favorite color, and I wanted to know what would happen. So I stuck it in my ear. <laughs> I don't know if I got a phone call or something, but um, that was the end of it. I didn't uh, investigate or get out my tweezers. And I am not kidding you or making this up, but exactly a year later, because they had a big party because it was the oh. the day before spring break. And a year later, I'm packing to go on a trip, and I always pack a headlamp. It's just what you do when you travel. Um, you didn't follow up on the pebble, but you do pack a headlamp. Yes, and amen. Okay. I do. So, cool. uh, so he he he's like, wow, that's so cool. What does it do? And I'm like, look, it's it's a lamp. It's a flashlight for your head. And I put it on and I said, let me look in your ears. <laughs> and I look and I said, there is something blue in your ear. And he goes, yeah, I know. It's the pebble. <laughs> and then he said, mom, I'm in kindergarten. I stuck that pebble in my ear in in pre-K. So $2,500 later, let me tell you how this ends. So we get a doctor's appointment, but that night I said, buddy, we have got to pray because mama doesn't have $2,500. I like to, you know, put that stress and burden on him. And he said, okay. And I said, do you believe? And he said, yes, I believe so much. And I said, so do I. And I laid my hands on that little ear and I said, Lord, you have moved mountains and you have spread the sea. I need you to just let this little blue pebble, even though it's been there for a whole year, just fall out tonight. Because this is also about your embarrassment when you go to the doctor, correct? Yes. I mean, I because of course he announces the doctor's like, how'd this get in here? And he's like, 365 days ago, I put it in my ear. And the doctor goes, buddy, when you put something in your ear, you're supposed to tell your mom. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I wish we had sound effects on this podcast yes, for that. <laughs> we can get it. So I, you know, just in case the prayer didn't work, I also told him to lay on his left side because maybe just laying there all night it would fall out. So we prayed and prayed and we, I like called all my friends, like pray in the name. And they're like, yes, name of Jesus. Like, you know, cover him with the blood. All of the things you say. I fell asleep. My alarm went off. I walk in there and I wake him up and he's so cute when he's sleeping. And I said, buddy are you ready to wake up? And he said, yes. And I said, are you ready to see if God answered our prayers? And he Uh said, yes. And I said, do you believe? Yes, mom, I believe. (laughs) And he rolled over. And do you know what, Kim? That pebble was still in his (laughs) ear. (laughs) It it didn't work. My prayers did not work. 
Um, so we had a little minor surgery, oh my and we kept that. I, when he turns 30, he's going to pay me back for it, is what we say. But it's also this reminder to me, um, because five years later, I got to use that in, uh, yeah. in a sermon that the Lord I gave me. I was in the audience that day, and I was laughing. Like I'm trying to suppress it now, but I was... I thought that was a great story. That's that's every mother. That's every mother listening out yeah. there. Yeah. And when I was praying, you know, the Lord didn't stop me and go, hey, girl, we're writing a sermon here, so this isn't yeah. going to work. I believed it. <laughs> so I just, I, I wanted to tell that story because I feel like I've had a complicated relationship with prayer whenever it didn't work and mm-hmm. I thought it was supposed to. Yeah. And instead of doubting God, then I start doubting myself. Of maybe I didn't deserve that prayer to be answered, or yeah. I should have just figured out why the pebble was there 365 days ago, and all of these things. And I just want to remind moms that um, God is working and playing chess, and this isn't about you earning something or being good enough for something. That's good. So that has been my complicated relationship with prayer. What about you? Does it play this big role in your life? Are you one of those people that connect with the Lord in a different way? What does prayer look like for Kim? I'll say this. In seasons where I'm really, really desperate for him, I think that's what really helped me grow in my prayer life. When everything is really good, I'm praying for things like, Lord, keep my children safe, or you know, I'm just praying all these, I mean, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. I'm praying all these regular, these checklist things that you pray for. But when your world falls apart, when your husband leaves, when your husband dies, when your when your children behave recklessly, when you lose a job, all those things, when you become really, really desperate for him, that's when my prayer life actually got real. And I was so desperate for him that I it just became a rhythm for me. Like for me in my life, prayer is just a rhythm and I am learning to practice being in his presence all the time. Mm -hmm. And so I've learned to make the habit of praying about little things like, you know, the house, like, you know, God send us a buyer and it can be in the, it can be ongoing throughout the day. Do I sit down in the morning and go through this long um, prayer? Sometimes that's really hard for me. Sometimes it's really hard for me to spend an hour in concentrated prayer. It looks a little different. It might be watching a sunrise and just thanking him for his goodness. It might be journaling something. But it's in the everyday moments where I, where I feel my need for him that I'm praying. Does that answer your question? No, that's so good. I think that's important for everyone to remember that we all come to the Lord differently. And for mm-hmm. some people, it is prayer. And I love having those people in my life. Mm-hmm. Because when the pebbles stuck in the air, they're the first ones to say, did you pray about it? And I'm like, right. no, I Googled it. Right. And I called three doctors. Yeah, and, I called, <laughs> and I put it on group me. <laughs> yes, all of the things. Um, for me, prayer has always been a discipline. And for a long time, I felt guilty about that. I've come to this new place where I think the Lord has shown me that um, that's okay. I'm just like you. I connect with him from watching. I prefer the sun sitting instead of mm. it raising up in the morning. I'm more of a night owl. Um, if it's nine o'clock and I'm awake, I'm close to tears, no matter what. I'm overwhelmed and tired. I mean, oh. But I'm older than you. I need to be put to bed well, earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I, some, I'm going to have to figure out how to do the sun rising. Got, That'll be good. You got a few years. Okay. I'll get that figured out. Um, that I feel really connected with the Lord. And um, honestly, 
digging around in scripture, but mm-hmm. prayer for me has been just this discipline that I've had to make in my life. I know it's so important and I know the Lord is listening, but it's something that I had to work on like a mm-hmm. muscle. Um, so that for me, I think that's really important for people to know. And I, I think, I think moms, when you're listening to this, like what Mel just said, you're like, oh yes, that's me. You know, there's so much I don't know if you have felt it, but I have often felt all this guilt and shame because I don't pray correctly. Right. And God is disappointed in me because who doesn't want to talk to God? How can you be a believer and not want to sit down and pray for an hour? Right. But I want you to hear, I want you to hear what we're saying is that prayer, as much as it is sitting down and speaking to God, it's a posture of your heart to communicate with him all day pray without ceasing. I mean, who can actually pray for 24 hours? Right. Children will break something or stick things in their ear or, you know, things won't get done around the house. But I think I think it's a posture of your heart to be vulnerable before him. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so good. That that will preach. And if you're that person that you're like, no, prayer is what gets me, you just pray for Kim and I because exactly. I'm staying up too late. She's getting up too early. Like, we are a hot mess. So... <laughs> That's such a great reminder. Let me tell you what has worked for me. And I'm not saying this works for everyone, but because it wasn't natural for me to pray, I had to create some sort of rhythm or Mm -hmm. set thing in my life. Um, So the first thing that I had to do was find one of those people that their first response in their nature is prayer. And I have her in my life. Her name's Tracy. She's so good at praying. Every time she prays, I'm like, God is totally listening to yes, her. Yes. Um, she prays scripture. Um, she is my girl that I um, I call or, mm-hmm. you know, when the pebble's in the ear or um, even on small things. I'm going to call a backup next time for the pebble in the ear thing. I'm going to talk to her about that. She must not have read the she right scripture the over me. <laughs> Um, I also, what I love about her, because that's the way she connects with the Lord, she will send me prayers or call me and pray over mm-hmm. me when I, I didn't know that I needed it. So I hope that you all can find someone um, and know it's maybe a cheesy thing to say, but to find yourself a prayer partner um, someone that you know, that's the way that they really, really connect with the Lord. Um, and then I really needed help. I needed, I didn't have resources whenever I was realizing this moment that I needed to have with prayer. So I uh, had a woman in my life named Barbara who sent me a prayer once where she had taken the scripture and she had put my name in the scripture. Mm -hmm. And she said, this is what I'm praying over you. And I was like, I love that. So I got um, the scripture and it's in Ephesians 3 verses 14 through 21. And he's actually praying it over the Ephesians. But I took and wrote my boys' names in that prayer. And at first I was super holy and I would like pray it over them at night. Until my oldest was like, Mom, I am too tired for this. Like, can you just like pray on your own? Um, I was like, geez, this kid, Lord, like forgive him of his sins, you know. Um, So I started just I would read it over them when they were asleep or when I forgot in the middle of the day. And it was something that um, that I went to that helped me know how to pray. Uh, But Arise has this really incredible resource that I thought you could tell moms about because I wish I would have had this years ago when I was trying to figure out how in the world do I pray over my boys. 
Yeah, let me tell you about one of the things, one of the resources that we've created for you. Um, we've created a prayer a prayer card. You can find it at ariseministries.net slash prayer card. And what it is is there's one for, it's a prayer guide for children, and then there's a prayer guide for moms. Because we recognize that sometimes people are like, I just don't even know what to pray. And so it is really our heart to help you connect with, with the Lord. And so let me read you an example of one that's a, from the prayer guide for moms, and then Mel can read you one, the prayer guide for children. And really, it's just a resource to kind of center your thoughts. And if you think, I don't know what to pray, this just almost gives language, you know, to the to the to our hearts. Yeah. So here's one about peace, and it's and it simply says this: Lord, I need your peace. You have always known I would be at this place. Therefore, I can trust you concerning what's ahead. Calm my anxious heart. Settle me down in your goose down comfort. Protect my family from harm. Give us everything we need. You are my comforter. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that last part comes from John sixteen thirty three. And so if you want to use something like this as a resource, you can just pull out this card and just if it's a time where you need peace, and then you just read that. And then when I've done things like that before, I'll read it, and then I'll just— then I'll just share my heart with the Lord. I'll just say, yes, Lord, that is my prayer. Would you would you take that language that is on that paper? Because that's the language of my heart, and I just I give that to you. I need your peace. That's an example of something from Prayer Guide for Moms. Mel, you want to read one for Prayer Guide for Children? Yeah, that's so good. This one really stuck out to me, and I think this is what's so great about this, is you can read through it and go, that is what I think uh, my child needs right now. So I'm going to read the one that is entitled Wholeness. It says, Lord, I pray my child would discover the liberty that you have for them. Heal all the broken places in their life and restore what has been lost. Release my child from anything that separates them from you. Wherever the enemy is oppressing them, remove the blinders from their eyes that they might be set free. You are their freedom fighter. And then it has 2 Corinthians three seventeen. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That's good. So this is so great to be able to lean on when I know sometimes I don't have the words, mm-hmm. um, and this gives you the words for it. Did you ever use – you didn't have this either because this is brand new. Right. We're so thankful that Arise has created this. But was there a resource that you used or you leaned on? Not that really comes to mind. I mean, nothing super specific. You know, just what you said about someone taking the word and writing your kids' names in it, or you had written your kids' names in it. I I kind of learned to do that. I kind of learned to read scripture and then pray that back to the Lord. That seemed like a lot of what people were doing in the Bible. Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, Jesus was quoting scripture. David was quoting scripture whenever they were praying and so I just learned to do that just to if I don't know what to pray I just pray the word of God over my kids so that's so good I think um what was hard for me about prayer is on accident I made it become this really lonely part of my life where it was something I was supposed to be doing on my own in my prayer closet Mm -hmm. that I did not have because my closet is not a place that is holy um, <laughs> or safe or, or safe. Um, so I want to go back to having people around you. I, I, it's really important for us to remember this moment in Exodus 17 when Moses 
um, his army was out fighting, and, and he was supposed to be holding his arms up with the staff. And his arms aren't as buff as your and I's, Kim. So as he's holding the staff up, I can see, see him from here. Do you see him from here? I'm Guys, flexing for she's her. ripped. <laughs> His arms began to get tired, which all of our arms do when we're holding all of this up, holding our children up, holding our job up, our home, taking the trash, just all of these things. Um, And what I love about this story is that when his arms began to get tired and he would lower them, that his army would start to be defeated. And so Aaron and her, his buddies, they came up and they helped him uh, hold his arms up and I remember reading that thinking, I don't think anyone told me this, but I believed this lie that I was supposed to do this on my own. Yeah. Um, so who is Aaron and who is her? Or do I get to be that for people mm-hmm. as well? So don't be afraid to ask people to pray for you. Um, don't be afraid to find those people that you know that you can lean on because they might just be waiting for a moment or they in turn might need you to help them. So I think that's just so important to remember that. Um, have you ever had one of those Exodus 17 moments? Maybe you were Moses. Maybe you were Aaron and well, her. Well, I've got I've got to be both. Okay. And let me tell you briefly about a little group that I have. I've got a group of ladies that I've been in community with for eleven, maybe twelve years. I'm not even sure how long it's been. Wow. And I don't even know when it started. It started from some Bible story that we read. Maybe whenever they were praying that the sun would stand still that day when they were fighting. But we we have something that we've all taken five-minute increments of the hour. Like mine is okay. always from top of the hour to five minutes after. And when something is really, really heavy and big in someone's life in our group and they need an Aaron and a her to hold them up, we'll put this out and we'll say it's a prayer day. And each of us will take our five-minute increments and we pray from the morning until the sun goes down that night. And I'll set up a, a an alarm on my phone so that every top of the hour when my alarm goes off, I know, oh, I should be praying for Natalie right now in this very specific situation. And I might send her a text praying for you, or I might send a one sentence prayer, Father, provide for her miraculously today. And so to be that Aaron and her for that person, that person is, I'm, I'm praying for that person literally all day long at the top of the hour, and so are 10 other women. Wow. You know, and it's really cool because when you're on the when you're on the Moses end of it and you are I mean, I've had some really hard things, especially with my children. I've had some hard things where I've put out there today is too heavy for me and I cannot do it. And then and somebody else will call today's the prayer day Mm -hmm. and all day long, like literally every five minutes of almost every hour. I'm getting a text knowing that those women are holding up my arms. And so it's super cool. So if you. If you have a small group, like say to each other, maybe we're not great prayers, but we can support each other. Like, you know, we can we can do this. It's it's amazing what that's like to lock arms with other women and go before the Lord purposely and intentionally and and beg him. Yeah. To be who he says he is. You know, that's incredible. I need, um, is there a fee to get in this group? There's no because fee. It I'll, sounds... see I'll work you in. <laughs> okay. I'll work you in. See what you can do. I love that you guys. <laughs> talk to my people. Oh, yes. I've been praying about that. <laughs> I love that you guys were intentional. And that to me is a rhythm. And I am not mm-hmm. good at rhythm. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. I'm assuming 
Kim over here, who's a one, is like, <laughs> rhythm is my best friend. I go to bed at 9.01. Um, so I would find myself going days without ever really having this moment where I was talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So for me, rhythm looked like having a journal. I found that saying things out loud or setting on my knees. I was a catcher in softball, and so yeah. setting on my knees is just really That's painful. <laughs> um, I, I know that it's in Scripture, but I think the Lord's okay when I'm just like <laughs> laying there. Um, but I had to journal, and that has been incredible for me because I can look back and go, oh my gosh, Lord, you answered that prayer, and I didn't even know. Yeah. So for me, my rhythm was, how about, Mel, every night before you go to bed, just write something in this journal. Mm-hmm. And I needed to create that rhythm or there seemed to be this void in my life when it came to prayer. Mm-hmm. That's good. Do you, being that one, have that, I mean, you set a timer for every hour. Like well, that's, that's an so incredible that I don't rhythm. For, that's just a, that's just so I don't forget. That's still Who wants so, to like drop an arm? I mean, that's baller though. Like that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you know, for me, um, when the weather is decent and most of the time, you know, here in Oklahoma, it's it's decent. I go outside and I sit in a chair and I watch the sun come up. And in those moments when that sun is coming up, I just feel God saying, it's all brand new today. Brand new day. I've got brand new mercies for you. And I just pour out my heart to him. And sometimes it's honestly, sometimes it's five minutes and sometimes it's an hour and a half. But the rhythm for me is, is just ign- just an acknowledgement of his authority and his his majesty right you know like his sovereignty and his everything for me that's that's the rhythm i pray a lot in the car especially when my little kids are in the car i've always done that when the kids are in the car i'll just i'll just like start praying and you can almost feel the eye roll you know at a certain age you're like mom's doing it again you know like yeah mom's doing it again i don't plan to leave this world with any regrets over did my children hear me pray right so um so those are the rhythms for me when i'm annoyed i am learning and this did not come this does not come easy even still i'm learning that when i'm super annoyed i do say father i am so annoyed would you settle my heart like i am learning the rhythm Mm. of of going to him and what prayer looks like. It's rarely about what can God give me. It's becoming more, God, show me who you are. Like, change me. You know, like your prayer changes over time. The The desires of my heart are changing. Right. I mean, he's going to give me, he's going to give me things. He's going to take care of me. Absolutely. But I, I want to be more like him. That's has been the focus of my prayer more than anything. I want to be more like you, so... You need to set a higher standard. This is cute. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. I hope that through our conversation of prayer um, that you have found some grace to give yourself mm-hmm. and maybe some things that you can learn and um, to just try to find that partner, um, use a resource and create a rhythm uh, and see the ways that the Lord might move new in your life. What I thought I could do is read this scripture that I tried to read over my boys every night. Um, but I'm going to put your name in it, Kim. Okay. And I didn't type it out, so okay. forgive me if I'm fumbling. But I just feel like I want to pray this over you, and I want to show the moms how this works. And I hope also that this mm-hmm. blesses you. Again, this is Ephesians 3. This is verse 14 um, through 21. 
It says, for this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen Kim with power through his spirit, so that Christ may dwell in Kim's heart through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, Kim, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know that this love that surpasses knowledge that Kim may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. That's good stuff. Girls, in closing today, we just want you to hear that prayer is just a conversation with him. And just as Mel did, as she just read the Word of God and how that richly, richly blessed me. We can do that. He is near. We don't have to be fancy. We don't have to be all formal. It's the Savior of the world, and we're just sitting at His feet, and we're just pouring out our heart to Him. So as you go through this week, take a few moments, have a conversation with the one that made your heart, the one that holds your heart, and let Him love on you fantastic week.